Y'all, you know what it is. It's them kids and wives and 925s, but we are still married to the games. Episode 356. Yes, sir. It's your boy, Gabe Patillo, with Tim Router, Ed Placencia, Chris McCracken, of course. And as always, we are talking games and life, life and games. Thank you guys so much for being here. And we are going to start with my boy, Chris. Mm-hmm. Just in, <laughs> yes, case. Please. in case. Yes, please. <laughs> Chris McCracken. Yes. Where, where you at? What you been up to? And uh, <laughs> and why will you not be here at the end of the show? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what brand of duct tape are you using? So I am in Bella Vista, Arkansas. And I heard f- of it. I feel Kidding. like this is the most duct tape I've ever put together to try and make this work. Um, <laughs> at any given moment, I could just completely drop out, and I don't even know if I could recover from it, honestly. Um, and I, I gotta completely admit, just be totally forthright with you guys, I'm very self-conscious about it because two of you guys podcasted on the, the ocean and had no issues. So I'm like, doggone it, I'm in uh, land, and I can't... Well, I can't Ed s- had no issues. I had a little bit of issues going on. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe but I get issues bit. all the time, Chris, so don't feel bad. Yeah, yeah still, it didn't even show up, so... Still, I feel like, doggone it, I gotta make this work. So fingers crossed it's all gonna work. <laughs> At the moment, everything looks like it's all set and good and ready to go. Good. Um, so hopefully everything continues to go on. But outside of that, um, we came... We, we drove up here on Monday morning... And uh, the drive really wasn't all that bad. There was some rain we ran into. Uh, that's one thing that I will say. Yesterday it rained, and then today I think it rained early. Um, and then I think there's some rain that's projected later in the week. I don't feel like it's it's usually rained quite as often when we're here. Usually it's like maybe one day you'll get a little shower in the middle of the day or something like that. Yeah. Um, but today during the day it was nice and clear. So today was the day that we went to the lake. Um, we typically go the same lake out here and we rent a boat and then we have it you know for like four hours or three hours whatever the heck it is and just mm-hmm. drive around you know pull keep uh, pull the kids on the inner tube and just have a good time out there um and then uh this afternoon it was my first round of golf with my father-in-law stacy oh, actually awesome. joined us and my and my niece uh they came just as a ride nice. along there's not many people here this week and i don't it's like the golf course is not super packed which is amazing because usually it's like overrun with tons of people and it's hard to get a a tea time and then you've got all these really good players that know what they're actually doing trying to play through because you're taking <laughs> yeah. too long or so, yeah exactly oh my god Stacey almost got hit with a golf ball <laughs> oh, like, boy. Really? yeah because it, wow. it hit a tree and bounced towards her <laughs> so the thing gosh. is it hit a tree it bounced towards her and then the guy's like uh, four <laughs> it's like well, oh, yeah. no it's, it's a little late there buddy come on a little after effect but, uh, four mm-hmm. exactly um but, I mean, so even though it's the, the, the beginnings of the vacation, everything's been going great so far. Um, had a really good time. We, we actually have um, – typically we're in one condo. It's a timeshare that her parents have. And it's, it's her parents, it's us, it's her brother, her brother's two little kids. And then usually at some point during the week, uh, Stacy's aunt and uncle show up as well. So that's a lot of people staying in one condo. So this time mm-hmm. she got mm-hmm. an extra one which has been really nice. So we have our own bedroom here. We're able to like kind of spread out a little bit and get all of our stuff, you know, where we want it and laid out a little bit. So we don't feel like we're just all on top of each other. So it's, that's been a lot of help and, and felt really, really good. Um, nice. That we have a little bit of elbow room on top of, you know, just yeah. all the vacation-y stuff that we're looking forward to. Um, the rest of the week is we are going to do some stuff uh, in Missouri tomorrow. 
Um, I also have a friend that used to work with me at my company, um, and she retired about a year and a half ago, and she moved up here. So it, hopefully the plan right now is we're going to get to meet up with her and have dinner with her and her husband on Thursday night. So definitely looking forward to that. Uh, and then I'm th- I'm going to try to squeeze in uh, seeing uh, Spider-Man Far From Home this oh, week, yeah, which is kind of crazy out. because the last time we came here, which has been a, a number of years, was when um, Spider-Man Homecoming was in theaters. So now oh, it's almost way. like a little tradition kind of thing to me. It's like, oh, we got to see, see Spider-Man. Spider-Man's in theater. Yeah, we gotta you go got to see, see a Spider-Man with home in the title when you're not at home. Exactly. <laughs> and I've got to go to a theater, so... Oh yeah. So, so I, I think that we're gonna be able to do that on Thursday, but you know, it's just tentative. We try not to nail anything down super hardcore and kind of be flexible and just kinda go with the wind and do whatever it is that uh, mm-hmm. everybody's wanna do and make sure that everybody's having a good time. So doing great so far. On the gaming front, before we headed out here, been playing a ton of Apex season two. Um Bra-da. we actually posted another <laughs> clip on our Instagram of me and Gabe getting another win. Nice. Uh, well Yeah, you did. You know, it's really you getting another win. Well, you were there. <laughs> you helped, I was there. <laughs> you helped. You helped get to that end point. It gets crazy the in the last little bit of the circle. There you go. Yeah, you really are the best cheerleader. That's for dang sure. But you, I mean, it, it just gets nuts in that last little circle. So I, it's a matter of time before we get a clip where I'm dead and I'm over there like, oh yeah, I, t- I told you, I told you, Gabe's gonna say he's across that finish line. I told you. You know, it's yeah, just you. it's just a matter of time before that happens. Um, since we've been out here uh, occasionally on the ride up when Stacy was driving, a little bit of Hearthstone, but. No real gaming while I'm out here. Um, don't even have access to anything unless it's something that's on my phone. So just uh, playing the game of life out here in Bella Vista, Arkansas. There you go. And that nice. is it for me, fellas. I like it. Nice. Tim Router. Yeah, buddy. What's going on with you, bruv? Man, kind of chill this past week. It's been good. We had a good 4th of July. We just kind of hung out and... Um, and went over to my in-laws and my brother and sister-in-law were there too. And we just kind of hung out. And then that uh, evening we drove over to Franklin high school to watch the fireworks. And um, (laughs) we get there. It's our normal spot. There's like a little field and there's a baseball field there. And we just kind of get our little chairs and we sit there and they, they shoot them a little further in the, into this park, but you get a great view. There was a freaking baseball game going on at night on 4th of July. So all the flood, all the floodlights are on and we're like, oh, well, this is we're like, oh, this is great. I mean, there's other people that were there, too. And I think everybody was thinking the same thing. Like, who's doing a baseball game (laughs) on 4th of July evening right before the fireworks? And so we kind of just had to grin and bear it because it was getting close to the time that the fireworks would go off. So we just watched it through the baseball lights. Um, but it was it was oh my it was gosh. all right. I mean, it was just random though. I'm like, really, a baseball game, Fourth of yeah. July, huh? Um, so, uh, but other than that, it was a lot of fun. Um, Piper started um, this horse camp that we enrolled her in this week, and she goes to this little uh, farm down off of uh, just a little south of here, and it's like outdoors from like eight to three. And I'm like, oh, she's going to melt out there. But she is loving it. This horse camp is really cool. They teach them how, you know, they brush the horses. They they get a horse assigned to them for the week. And then that's that's the horse that they take care of all week. And she's just coming back sweaty and dirty and smelling like horse poop. But she absolutely loves it. And I'm like, oh, man, this is great for her. Like you guys are so going to have a horse by the end of the summer. No, yeah, right. Where are you going to put it? Extra dog and a horse. Yep. 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 
We're gonna, you heard it here first. So we got we got a horse coming, and his name is Midnight, apparently. And so, uh, so yeah, oh. it'll be in the backyard pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. nice and cheap. It's not Sophie. I figured her horse would be named Sophie. Yeah, it could be, but you never know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's loving it. So uh, you know, I definitely think there's going to be a camp we'll do next year too. And and there's, she's meeting friends, which is great. And so things are going really well. So let's see. Uh, next week, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be in the cast because we uh, will be in London. We fly out on oh, Sunday wow. and, and come back uh, Saturday. So I will be six hours ahead of you, Central Time. Six hours ahead. So I don't know. Depending on when you guys are going to record, I, it may or may not happen. I will bring my mic just in case. Um, Heck I yeah. No yeah, idea dude. what the Wi-Fi situation is. But uh, yeah, we'll definitely try and figure it out. But if I'm not on, I apologize. Maybe we'll do it really late here. It'll be really early there, and we'll work it out. Yeah. It'll be just fine. Yeah, we can try it. I and need I'll, to do a night show anyway next week. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I'll definitely, I'll definitely try it out because, uh, yeah, we'll see, what, we'll see what happens. I might be able to swing it. I don't know. Anyway, on the <laughs> gaming front, <laughs> what? That's really funny. It just sounded funny. I don't know. Okay, cool. Uh, on the gaming front, uh, a little bit of Spider-Man this week, but a lot of Overwatch this week. I've really, oh, really? Oh, nice. yeah, man. I've been uh, I've been on a McCree kick, and just go. in the past two days, just kind of getting into Mercy a little bit as well. Oh, nice! So it's just it's fun, man, going through these different heroes. And if you just uh, for me, it's just good to take it like one one hero at a time, kind of learn some tips and mm -hmm. tricks. Uh, but man, the the aiming on McCree is definitely better, which I think helps improve my overall aiming because I'm usually terrible at it. But really, mm. really enjoying McCree a lot and and getting good. some good good stats now finally on it. So nice, bro. Yeah, he's dude, tough. It's, it's, he's not easy. No, he's not. But it's it is fun and um, that's yeah, awesome. I've just been kind of obsessed with Overwatch this week, and I've, I haven't been really been able to play with anybody from the community because it's 5.30 in the morning. But uh, Jared, uh, this past weekend, he messaged me right on my last game before I had to leave. So Jared, I'm so sorry I couldn't jump in with you. Um, and I think I got to play very briefly with the mighty Sheldor. And, oh, um, ah. and and I think we got one game in before I had to leave. But like everything is 5.30 in the morning, so whoever's up at 5.30 in the morning can play Overwatch. Morning but, crew? Um, Exactly. Morning Crew is back. Uh, that and Clash Royale, and I am out. Nice. Nice, man. Edward. Yes, sir. What's going on with you, Mange? It's been a nice week. It's been a nice week. I spent the uh, the weekend doing some stuff around the house and kind of getting Sarah's uh, uh, workout area on the front porch that she's been kind of decorating, kind of getting that uh, pimped out a little bit for her. So that's been, been fun nice. to do. And just, you know, I just love her reaction then when you do something to an area of the house that she likes or an area that she spends time in. And it's just, it's, it's very fulfilling to, to, to see how much that's appreciated. And uh, so it's been, it's been a nice weekend for getting stuff around the house done that, that she was hoping to have done. So that was very there cool. There you go. Did you put up Borderlands wallpaper? Is that what I you did? did? Not yet. Uh, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting there though, right? It's almost there. there. For sure. That's awesome. Uh, Sarah leaves town tomorrow. She's going down to India for a few days for a beach body thing. And a friend of hers came into town yesterday there and she st she's been staying with us and they're going to go down together. And it's really cool because this, uh, this lady who's staying with us, she's a 63 year old retired teacher. Oh, wow. And, wow. and uh, you just never know what, uh, you know, what people think about gaming, especially a 63 year old retired teacher. Yeah. And she was saying, <laughs> right. um, 
you know, one way that I would keep in touch not only with my kids, but also my grandkids is I would play video games. And she and I was like, really? And she said, I don't know if you've heard of it. I played this game called World of Warcraft for like three years. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that, she was, she really went in. Awesome. I was like, that's amazing. And then as a teacher, she would say that when she was teaching, she would actually recommend video games to parents because she would say, hey, your kid's doing okay in this area. Maybe... Um, you know, introduce video games that might help with his social dynamic and his social interaction or, it, or his That's motor amazing. skills. And I was like, that is so cool. Where was she when I was in school? Seriously. Right? <laughs> well, Dang and it. just avoid all the toxic people that... that exactly. But, but at the same yeah. time, that's incredible. What a great idea. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really, really cool. Uh, Gaming-wise, yeah, Sarah and I are going to town on Borderlands 2. Um, so awesome. I don't know how many times this past weekend she would just, hey, can we play Borderlands? And I'm like, yes. And we'd play for a couple hours and we'd stop. God, is and that even and... a question? I know, right? It's just like, you've met me, correct? <laughs> 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 we'll play for a couple hours and then take a break. And then she'll say, hey, I kind of want to play Borderlands some more. And it's funny because, what? you know, Stranger Things 3 dropped this weekend and we were like, yes, we are going to power through this. And she's like, I kind of would rather play Borderlands. Is that okay? No way. <laughs> so great. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's been a lot of fun playing that. Uh, we had some friends over on Saturday and got to introduce people to Beat Saber and um, I Expect You to Die and some various VR games that they hadn't played before. That was a lot of fun. Played some Drawful and introduced people to that. That was a good time. Um uh, still playing Harry Potter Wizards Unite on the phone. Uh, yeah. And uh, still, um, you know, doing my spells or whatever they are and uh, having fun with that. And and then I, I picked up a game called, it's by one of the creators of Rick and Morty. It's a VR, not a, just a VR game, but I played it in VR called Trover Saves the Universe. Oh, my gosh. And... Uh, that is, uh, that's rated. Not for kids. That is, yeah, that's that's got its rating for a reason. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Man. And it's one of those games, it's like South Park. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe what they're saying, but this is the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yes. If you're of that ilk, uh, and, and it's funny, I was streaming it, and a lot of people, it was funny how many people came in and they were like, these people totally ripped off Rick and Morty, or this sounds just like Rick and Morty. I'm like, this is the same people. That <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's why. So There's a reason. <laughs> yes. Um, it's, a, it's a crazy, ridiculous game. Uh, and it's, it's a, nice, um, a nice break from Borderlands where it's a lot of arg shooting and what have you. And it's just funny. Just, to, just Even though Borderlands can be crazy and silly and funny, uh, it's just kind of nice to get a break where you just intentionally just it's just it's a straight up comedy and it's just so much fun so if you are of that ilk and if language doesn't just, bother yeah. you uh if language really doesn't bother you yeah this, this game goes for it i mean if tarantino made a cartoon that had more <laughs> filthy language in it this would be that game because <laughs> yeah. oh, it sounds like guys just talking it doesn't necessarily sound like scripted cursing yeah and apparently that's one of the things about the game is that they, it, most of the dialogue is ad-libbed and so apparently it's, the it's game is gotta be. about I don't know five to six hours long but there are 20 hours of dialogue in there if you just let it run oh my gosh wow. that's wow. crazy <laughs> and so sometimes I would just sit there and let it run and then the topics would kind of go further and further and it's like okay now let's go over here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't quite hit the 20 hours 
Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. But uh, and you uh, and you beat it. I beat it. Yeah. Beat it today and uh, a lot of fun. They do a, the way they do the end credits is very clever and uh, it was it was very well done. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a really really fun experience and it's one of those games that's like. Can I tell this guy about this? Can I let this guy try this game out? <laughs> yeah. Mm, you know. Yeah, that's one of those ones you got to be careful with. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, hey, um, you sure your wife doesn't want to go run an errand real quick for about 20 <laughs> minutes? And I'll show you this yeah. game real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're talking about the people that came over. Right. Yeah. Because I know she wouldn't like it. And I know yeah. if you if she was here, you would pretend like you wouldn't like it. All right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's the game. Yeah. This is ridiculous, honey. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> I can't believe. But it was it was really funny. Yeah. What the was guys- it called? So I don't have, so I don't get it. <laughs> right. Then you get that text later. Hey, when can I uh, come on? Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was oh it was a lot gosh. of fun. It was a, a nice weekend and uh, another another nice week of gaming. It was really good. <laughs> I was <laughs> It's funny because again, I haven't been getting my emails for some reason from Ed's Twitch stream. And so it was just funny. Just you know, I'll just jump on there and see what Ed is talking about. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's awesome. Whoa, well, Ed, yeah, you turned a dark corner there, buddy. It was, it was, it was something else. It was, and you know, they have a lot of things that you, you know, I always will read the pop up dialogue boxes, and yes, you know, I don't read ahead. I just read them, and a couple times I'm like, well. I guess I'll just keep reading because I know I'm not putting this up on the MTTG YouTube. So I'll just keep yeah. going. <laughs> oh, so funny. Yeah, that was oh a good time. Oh, my gosh. One of those things you listen with one ear closed. Yeah. Yeah. I think I oh titled the stream Earmuffs. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. All right, Mr. Patillo. Yes, sir. What you got for us this week? Oh, man. What we house project do you have? <laughs> oh, I was building a closet today. Oh, Ooh. excellent. Um, nice. Yeah, so we took out all the, you know, the closet, you know, we've been doing all this house stuff, and so we're just trying to keep the train going because we're like, if this train stops, oh, yeah. it's going to take a lot of coal to get it back up and going again. And so um, we finished, like, doing all of our plants outside. One's dying, but it'll be fine. And uh, And then Jenny was like, I want to do the closet. So she's been like having this closet idea in her head for I don't know how long. And and so we uh, tackled that today. And it was nice because we actually didn't have to buy anything. We had so much like melamine laying around from other projects we had done. So it was nice to oh, like wow. do a project and not have to go buy and, you know, yep. spend $150 on, on supplies and things like that. So, yeah, finished up some baseboards. And anyway, just clo- it's boring stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, Independence Day was good. Um, same thing. We went to where Tim went, except on the other side. You were on the, the factory the, side. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And uh, watch the fireworks. We made it just on time. Usually they start them late. They're like, we'll start them around nine, and then they usually start at like nine fifteen or nine thirty, and you're sitting there like, what the heck is going on? Mm. We pulled up at nine oh two, and they were already like way into it. And I was oh like, wow. Oh, doggone it. Um. So, but the kids enjoyed that. Obviously. Yep. Um. Had an engagement party for my buddy Justin that's getting married uh, at the end of August, and that thing was so much fun. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Me and oh, Jenny yeah. don't often go dancing. Like, it's just not something we go do. Like, we don't go to the club. Mm-hmm. We're not up like in that. the club. VIP. Mm-hmm. With a bottle full of bub. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. And so, uh, they had dancing at this engagement party, and we danced from probably, 
eight, let's see, eight o'clock to eleven thirty. Oh man, that's Love amazing. That. Oh my gosh. And one of my buddies, Ryan, DJed it and we just left like sweaty and like don't touch me. That's oh, so gosh. cool. Oh, it was so much fun. So much fun. Gotta give a big shout out to the only time I watch soccer is yeah. during the that's World right, Cup. Man. The female World Cup or the Women's World Cup, whatever it's called. The female World Cup. I don't know. There was females. Women's and, World uh, Cup. Yep. The Women's <laughs> World Cup. And, uh, <laughs> hashtag equal, pay. Hashtag equal pay. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's true. That's right. They should get paid. They oh, actually absolutely. go they to crushed, the World Cup. They crushed yeah, it. Our guys so didn't even make it last time, I think. And so uh, that was fun to watch. And, you know, and it's, it's always when you have kids – you always want to show them, especially I, I feel like, and maybe Tim feels like this too and other people, but like especially when you have little girls, mm-hmm. you always want to show them strong women. Yep. Like, look at this. See? Like, don't, you know, when they're that. Absolutely. I saw this thing the other day where they said, they showed like a seven-year-old or a nine-year-old girl and they said, run like a girl. And she's like, just like, you know, jogging in place all hard. And then they showed like, an 18 year old girl and they said run like a girl and she's like you know her mm. wrists are broken and her hands mm. are flapping and you're like dang it how do i keep my daughter thinking running like a girl is running really fast yeah and running really hard and so yeah. it's been fun to have the the women's world cup on and then obviously wimbledon's going on and so she's watching coco golf and serena williams yeah, that's awesome and all these women out there freaking killing it keep that going and man. so yeah, so we're just trying to encourage around here. So yep. it's uh, that's awesome. it's really fun. Just a, a quick side note. Uh, my sister, Jamie Okewali, a few weeks ago. Okewali, Wali, Okebang, Bang. I was waiting on the song to kick in. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> she posted that uh, one of the boys in her daughter's class told her, you run like a girl. And apparently yeah. her daughter, without even hesitating, snapped back, run a little faster and you will too. Ooh. Oh, I love that. Like, That's nice. Raising That's right. her right. Absolutely. Uh, Jackie Jordan Kersey up in this book. That is beautiful. <laughs> well played. That is great. Well played. Yeah, man, yeah. I, I'm with you because Piper and I, we watched the, the World Cup. Lauren had a balloon install on, on Sunday morning. And so, like, we were just sitting on the couch watching it. And, and be, for soccer, I'm like, I see how they're passing and see how they're doing this, that. And she was all in, she was all into it. I'm like, oh, this is See great. how they're not picking their nose. Yeah. See how they're not, see how they're not pl- doing grass Still angels not all in the middle like of the field. Side, yeah, doing cartwheels in, <laughs> yep. the, in the goal. Yep. Yeah. No, it was great, man. I love that. See how they're playing soccer. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you got to use those teaching moments. That's for sure. Absolutely. I've been trying to get Amara on tennis anyway, so it's just nice that uh, Wimbledon is all that's on right now. Oh, nice. Um, on the gaming front, man, like Chris said, I I'm in a I'm in a tough place, man. Yeah. If I'm being completely honest, I only want to play Apex. Nice. Dude. I mean, as much wrong as with a, that. Yeah. I know, but like as much as I'm a story guy, as much as I said my resolution was to you make your five own games, stories in Apex. Games. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. We've made a couple. We've made a couple. Yeah. And so it's just like frustrating because I want to go dive into something else. Like, give me a story that I could sink my teeth into. That doggone Apex is so freaking fun. Mm. And I'm and and I get to play with Chris and we just that's you know, awesome, man. I, I mean, you can hear from the clips like how much joy there's there is going on. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Just, <laughs> it really is. 
it is fun and so uh that's that's all and actually i took um the switch inside i usually leave it out here in the shed but i have been when jenny's been working at night i've been getting in a little of that uh dead cells oh, oh nice. nice oh there you go so yes i am enjoying that it's a uh, it's uh, gotten to the point where i like don't really know what to do mm-hmm. else like you know you beat it and then like you get an extra power when you beat it and then you kind of beat it again and make sure you have all the runes or whatever that's called yeah. so you could like run up the walls and everything like that and you know so now i'm just kind of like just playing it for fun kind of which is frustrating <laughs> um but and i'm just wishing apex was on there <laughs> like why is apex not on the switch i'm actually kind of surprised it's the, not i know i'm like they bring it they brought fortnite so we know it can at least handle that. They're bringing The Witcher, so we know it can at least handle that. It's got to be mm-hmm. able to handle Apex. So yeah. I, I just think I just don't think it's a priority for them. Well, yeah, and, and because yeah. it's they've said over and over like this is a small subsection of Respawn working on Apex. Like it's a very small team. So I bet just adding another platform is probably a little too much than they can chew at the moment. Yeah, and I I just don't know that you don't you know, and this is goes for just all gaming but like i don't know like don't you just make them all in tandem i don't know how it works yeah i don't know yeah. but i would think you would just kind of be making them for all of them yeah port after you know, port i'm after like port. if they could bring fortnite to the mobile phone which i know it's a bigger team like chris is saying mm-hmm. um but you're like shoot man they can't bring apex this is it that different you know i mean until yeah. i'm told otherwise and someone explains it i just don't see why it's not just control all you know save as switch version <laughs> I mean, just I know. just save the Switch version, uh, 720p, I bam. I, I wish it was that easy. We need to ask somebody, <laughs> right? Come somebody on, Vince. call Stancil. Hit me up. Somebody call and be like, Stancil, why can't we just save as Switch right. 720p? Export yes. as. We can choose JPEGs or PNGs. How much more <laughs> yeah, difficult, right? Could it possibly yeah, be? We've you, got RGB and CMYK options. We just save, right. yeah. bam. Yeah. Save as dot. NSW. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's dot how PS, I understand it. Dot PS4, dot e, dot XBX, <laughs> yeah. and dot NSW. Work. Yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. File formats. Yeah. Yep. Just send us the PS4 file. I'll go in and rename it and change those last three letters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Worry about it. We'll, we'll change the buttons around. We'll make sure <laughs> that they're in the right place. We'll make sure it's YB, then XA, mm-hmm. that is square X. Get all that all configured. Right. It'll be fine. Yeah. What we're saying is computers are easy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> yeah. As we've seen from all the visual effects in The Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. Computers are very easy. <laughs> Timothy. Yes, sir. You got it? I do, sir. Well, let's do All right, we got some new releases. We got Bear With Me, The Lost Robots, and Bear With Me, The Complete Collection for the PC, PX4, Xbox, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. I actually we, like that name. Yeah, the PX4? PX4? Like yep. No, the, Bear With Me. Oh. <laughs> oh. PX4 is nice, too. Uh, but yeah, Bear With like Me, yeah, bear, bear, B-E-A-R, as in the, the creature bear. The animal, um, yeah. Yep. Senran Kagura Peach Ball for the Switch. 
Good luck with that game. Uh, they are yep. billions for the PS4. Uh, oh, so that launched. Yes. Nice. Uh, Soul Seraph for the PC, PS4, <laughs> Xbox One, and Switch. Blazing Chrome for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch. Professor Lupo and his horrible pets for the PC and Switch. <laughs> I kind of like great. I like that name a lot. That's great. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2 for the PS4 and Switch. And God Eater 3 for the Switch. I need to um, get that Blazing Chrome if I want to run Stadia. I know, right? There you go. Jeez, Ooh, give me that please. blazing chrome. Ooh-wee. There you go. Oh, that hurts me. That was a, yeah. <laughs> or, or you'll never play it because you'll just be like, man, I got that blazing chrome. <laughs> Yo, dog. Yo, dog. Did you check out that blazing chrome? Yo, hey, just chill. Hey, chill. Why is my resolution 420? <laughs> <laughs> you don't got that blazing chrome. <laughs> yeah. Why does this game keep buffering? Oh. <laughs> Somebody pass me some Doritos. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, we did have one oops from Nathan uh, Dugas over on Discord. It was implied by at T Router that Switch doesn't have or get AAA games. While it's true that third parties haven't fully gotten on board yet, there are at least some third party AAA games, lots of ports from last gen, ports of current gen games like Doom, Wolfenstein, and Witcher 3. Uh, also, True. many of, also many of Nintendo's first-party games would be considered AAA, as that's more a reference to budget of a game than graphics. Yeah, I oh, never, yeah, yeah, I definitely course. never said that Switch didn't had it, but I, I, for me personally, I always think Switch is late to the party when it comes to these AAA games. I.e., they're just coming out with Witcher Three, which came out mm -hmm. in 2015. I get it, but I, I just think, yeah. I think Switch just has a different audience, and and they stay in that lane, and I think that's smart. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, the AAA games will come, but I, I typically see them coming later to, to Nintendo than, any, than right off the bat. Mm -hmm. There you go. But there yeah, go. it's all good. Thank you, Nathan, for that. Appreciate it. And that is it for me. Back to you, gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Well, mm. we've talked about this uh, lightly on the podcast before, but I wanted to talk about it a little deeper. I, I saw a story this week that was talking about Call of Duty and uh, modern Warfare, and it was said by the narrative director um, on the game, his name's Taylor Kurosaki, I'm going with. Mm -hmm. He said, what does Modern Warfare mean in 2019? It means the battlefield is blurrier than ever. It means enemies don't wear uniforms. It means that co collateral damage is a real part of the equation. People are having to make split-second life-or-death decisions. If we're going to tell a story about characters finding their line and being pushed past it, feeling like things are morally gray and they're uncomfortable with it, then we need to make the player in gameplay feel uncomfortable. And I was like, when I saw that and when I saw the title about Call of Duty kind of making you question your morality, it kind of made me think of the bigger question of why is it so tough to be the bad guy sometimes in games? Me and Ed, I know, have talked about it back when we were playing Second Son and, you know, you could choose to do good things you could choose to do evil things and it was just like naturally you always just kind of want to be the good guy we did a question of the week um this is like years back about that about if you chose to be a good guy you chose to be a bad guy it was like overwhelmingly people chose to be good i remember playing a game called spec ops the line back in the day Ooh. and Woo. it just felt like 
every decision. That was horrible. That was yes. yeah. You're like, shoot this guy in the head or shoot his kids in the head. You're yeah, like, yeah. oh, well, oh. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I guess shoot him in the head for no reason. I sweat through and, that game, man. Woo. Yeah, it was a great game. Remember that thing was like flew so far under the radar. Oh, yes. Yeah, and so we good. finally played it and we were like, this game I is I never incredible. even played it. Oh, so good. Oh, my gosh. Spec Ops The Line was so good. It's rough. Yep. It's not as rough yeah. as the game Ed was talking about, but it's rough. In a different <laughs> way. I think it was on PS3. It was a PS Plus game one time, and I didn't yes, have PS Plus then, and I I missed out on it. That's how I played it. Yeah, because I was I downloaded <clears throat> it and tried it out. And Gabe, I think you came over one night, and we were we were um, doing yeah, a little working bit of our it, way through it. Like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. I, somebody told me that it is part of uh, Xbox One backwards compatibility. If it is, I probably should buy it. Yes, yeah, it's definitely it's good and it's gritty and. I really like Ed. Did you play it too? I feel like I did you had not, played no. it. You didn't play it. Um, oh, I think you did. You play Sniper Elite Three? Yes. Yeah. For some reason, th- those covers go back and forth in my head. Oh, really? Okay. Um, yeah, something about Spec Ops. I don't know. They probably the covers probably don't look anything like each other, but for some reason, they make me think of the other one. Um, and so, I wanted to ask you guys, and Chris, I'll start with you. Leaning towards good seems to be, or maybe your personality seems to be the easier way to go. Can you lean bad? Can you make just bad decisions a whole game? Um, yeah, I can. I mean, I, I kind of like you alluded to earlier, I did play both versions, the good way and the bad way, in Second Son um, because you had yeah. to for the Platinum. But I definitely enjoyed playing the good side more. And I would mm. much rather do that. Um, I can play as a villain, or and then there's some games where you just find out later on that you, in some ways, depending on your perspective, you turns out you kind of were the villain. Um, yeah. So it's I can do it, but I would say that it, especially if I know I am the bad guy, no, it's it's not something that comes particularly easy to me, or that I'm like totally cool with the whole time. But I'm willing yeah. to see how the story plays out, you know. So, but on a first playthrough, you're always going to usually play good. Yeah, if you have the choice to be good or evil, I'm always going to play as good first and foremost. And then if there's a second playthrough, that's when I'll play the evil way. Yeah, because it, it, it's so interesting to me because I think all four of us are like that in, in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems to be the one place that there's no repercussion for being the bad guy. Mm-hmm. But yet... We still play the good guy. Yeah, yeah that's true. Ed, what about you? You lean which way you're leaning? Yeah, I'm the same way. And and even like you mentioned, Gabe, when I played through Second Son, I, I you know, I played all the 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 good the the nice moral choices and I said to myself, I'm gonna play it again and choose all the bad choices. And I started to and then I just couldn't do it. <laughs> really? I started, really? I kinda came back and started choosing good ones again. I just I don't know, and I've seen people who are like, "I'm going to play the game, and I'm going to make all the worst choices." And I don't, I don't know what it is about me that even though I know it's a game, I can't do it just so flippantly like that. I don't know what it is. Mm. You know, it's fu- hmm. you know, it's funny. That's what kept me from getting the platinum in Second Son. Is that really? Right? Hmm. Yeah, because I really <laughs> love the game, and it played so well, and I love the infamous mm-hmm. uh, like franchise anyway. Mm-hmm. But when they were like, "You have to play." Th- and it was like, I think you had to play it on hard, right? Like, either way. Like, you had to play hard at least once. Okay. And then play both ways, both sides. And I was like, I think it would stress me out too much to do the, make the bad decisions yeah. through the whole game. Um, does it does it keep you from liking a game? Like, say you were to play through Modern Warfare and have to make some of these 
choices? Would it keep you from enjoying a game if you're having to make the those really tough decisions? I don't think so. I think if anything else, it'll get me more invested. You know, I mean, those Telltale games, they have some tough decisions in there. Yep. Yeah, Absolutely. buddy. And, you know, they're tough, but it didn't make me not like the game. It just, if anything else, it, it let me know how much I had been drawn into the game. Yeah, to, yeah. Me, to me, that's a huge key factor for it is that so like when it comes to the the telltale games like the walking dead for instance that ed had just mentioned yes you there were a lot of times where you would have to make really tough decisions and ones where it was a a morally gray area where really both decisions are bad it's like which is the least bad you just got to kind of figure that out the reason that that i could push through that and make it through and not necessarily feel so badly about it is because I had become invested in the characters and the story and seeing what their outcome was going to be. And in that story in particular, wanting to make sure they got the best possible outcome I could make them get. Yeah, right. That's where, for me, when it comes to the Call of Duty thing and how they're saying, like, oh, you know, we're going to be pushing these boundaries and we're going to be making things that are going to be, like, morally gray and it's going to be hard and blah, blah, blah. And, yes, I understand, you know, you're, you're saying, like, this is the way world warfare is in a lot of ways these days and, and you want to depict that in realism. And that's fine. But if, if the characters are not – if they're not something that you can connect with – then to me it becomes just like oh we're just doing this because we can and like we're trying to be yeah. edgy that's what i don't yeah. want i don't want a game i i cannot stand in movies and television and video games whatever it is if you're doing it th- uh, like being edgy or, or or graphic or something like that simply because you can yeah. that annoys me it's like right. if you're not forwarding the story if this is not a key story element that i yep. need to know i don't i hate that it's in there um, so yeah. if the characters, if I can fall in love with, or not only fall in love with the military characters, but if I can start to care for them and empathize with their situation and feel a connection with the character, then I'm fine with you playing out the story however you want to do it because, you know, creative mediums shouldn't really be censored, I don't feel like. Yeah. I just want them to have, I want them to have solid ground for standing on for why they're pushing this direction, not just simply like a, we're just going to do this because we can get away yeah. with it, you know? Right. I don't do want remember, to feel cheap. I want it to feel... Do you remember mangy. ever... Do you remember ever making choices in Call of Duty? I don't. <laughs> I remember saying, hit F to pay respects. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't even remember having to make a hard choice mm. in a Call of Duty game no, before. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't really either, honestly. Tim, what about you? Are you always leaning good guy? You, can you play both sides of the fence? Are you? Does it make you uncomfortable? It, it sounds weird, but if you're rewarded for being bad, I will totally try being bad. I'll give you an example. Second Son. Like, I was going for the platinum. That was my first real big platinum that I did. And I, when I, because they encouraged it, I'm like, cool, I'm doing bad. And I went all in bad. And I had a, <laughs> really? I had a great time doing it too. I got to tell you. <laughs> Did because, you? Yeah, because you're not punished for it. Like I, 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 this was encouraged because this is part of the platinum and I That's loved right. it. I was punching and hitting people left and right. I don't care who it was. It was so much fun. It was That's so amazing. A lot yeah, of pent up energy. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. It's like, oh, router went aggro all of a sudden. What happened? But um, if you're punished for it, like, I, and I also remember, like in Dishonored, if you were to constantly stealth kill all of your yeah. enemies, you got the bad ending. And knowing that going in, I put all of my my enemies to sleep. I didn't kill 
anybody if I if I didn't have to because I knew I was going to be punished for that. But if the, yeah. if the if kind of the floodplains open up and be like, hey, be as bad as you want. When when are you going to have an opportunity to do that again? And I'm a nice guy, and so I'm like, yeah, let's go. Here we go. Let's have That's some fun. That's crazy. Yeah, let's have some fun with it. So yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I had a great time with it. You know, that's one of the things I really liked about Detroit Become Human, and I'm so glad that it's on PS Plus now that more people can play it because, you know, at the beginning of the game, it's like, oh, this guy's a robot. Who cares? Whatever, you know, yeah. so he gets shot. Mm-hmm. It's blue blood, you know, but by the yeah. end, after you, you it's just cool after it. you play as three different robots, uh, you, yeah. it's a little harder when it comes to kill this robot or let him free or, you know, that's a Interesting. much harder decision. Yeah, those dang robots. Robots. <laughs> Make me care those for that dang. blue blood. Right. I know. I cannot do it for some reason. It stresses me the heck out. Yeah, that's so funny. Ugh, I can't do it. I don't like it. We're all um, just a bunch of good guys, man. I'm what can I say? I know. I know. I Unless there's, there's no consequences, weird. then Router's just going to go. Then Router's all in, man. <laughs> I am all in, brother. I no know, consequences? I, Let's do this. I like that that's like your your Steam release value. Yeah, dude. Though. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If I see Roger yeah, playing like Second it. Son now, I'll know what kind of day he's having. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he must have bought a horse. That's right. There's a horse in, there's a horse in his lawn. <laughs> he's playing Red Dead and just punching a horse. <laughs> it's Professor it's now Professor Router and his horrible pets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, um so this one was kind of uh, it's it's video game related, but it's also kind of answers some of our Netflix questions. But mm-hmm. it looks like Cuphead is coming to Netflix as an animated show, and this seems like the first good idea I've heard about a oh, video game. Yeah, having, this idea any kind a of lot. TV medium and forever. Mm-hmm. We Love all I, I feel like we all had the reaction when we first saw Cuphead. Yes, uh, that was um, done by Studio MDHR. And we were like, oh, man, that looks amazing. Like the old yep. style yeah, graphics and everything like that. We were so hyped for it. So Cuphead coming to Netflix. Chris, you all in on that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I did not play the game because I was like, this is going to be too hard. It's just yep. there's no way I'm going to be able to. But I want to see more because that animation style is amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm all yeah. in for an animated series. Yeah, I love it, that. Ed, did you play Cuphead? I didn't. I watched you play it and watched other people play it. <laughs> You're like, uh-uh. Isn't it funny? We were all like, oh, this is amazing. It's hard. Nope. Okay, you have fun. I'll be yeah. over here in the corner watching yeah, Gabe. what's that about? Yeah. Yeah. I knew how it was going to end. The writing was on the wall for me, you know? Yeah. And, but again, like Chris yeah. said, that style is, I just love that old school style. Absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, I was really stoked to hear about th- uh, to hear about this. Tim, when you came up with this animation, was it something right. that you knew would take off, or were you just? <laughs> it just kind of like honestly, it just kind of came to me, and I was like, <laughs> you know what? I know the, there's three jokers in this upcoming podcast that that want to play this game, and you know we'll just make it tough for for Gabe because you know it'll yeah, be fun I, that way. <laughs> I, I meant the original the original animation style when you were exactly when you were a teenager. You're like, man, see, we should make these all these colors and they should move around. See, it'll be like 12 frames a second. See, man, I had they carpal should constantly tunnel. be moving. See, yeah, I had carpal <laughs> tunnel from all the the handwritten drawing I had to do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Look, see, <laughs> well, We'll call it carpet. See, right. yeah. This is one of the things that I thought was really interesting because Netflix. This is what I hate to see. Netflix was a pioneer, right? 
Mm. They had the disc to home thing before we had Redbox and and uh, Black, Blockbuster wasn't really doing it yet because mm-hmm. Blockbuster kind of followed suit when Redbox uh, hit the scene, it felt like. Mm-hmm. And then Netflix kind of, when they stepped into streaming, or did they always stream? They were DVD no, they, only at they first, they didn't right? always stream, yeah. Correct. Yeah. They so were almost they two start- separate companies for a short yeah. while. Mm-hmm. Right. And we had both. Like, we were paying for the DVDs yep. because... You know, they were only getting like those B and C movies on the streaming platform yep. at the time. And this is before they were making incredible content of their own. This is the one thing I hate to see. So Netflix here is the leader in streaming media. And they could be in big trouble um, with everybody else breaking off. You know, uh, not that this is, keeps Netflix going, but, you know, we're seeing that Friends is leaving for the HBO office. Max yeah, and yep. the office is leaving and Disney starting up their thing. So all that stuff's going to be pulled and, yep. and put onto Disney and Disney uh, to me is about to be the best streaming uh, platform there is. And so I wonder if Netflix and gaming can somehow find a marriage that keeps Netflix. Netflix isn't going anywhere, no, but I just no. think it could be in trouble for the numbers that it's been used to doing. Yeah, they're definitely the competition is a coming. I mean, with, with not <laughs> I mean, just, just in Disney not just alone, Disney, right? like you said, because I'm with you. Like I'm planning to buy into Disney, but there's also you know the Apple TV Plus. NBC's doing their own thing. We just heard about mm-hmm. HBO Max got announced yep. the other uh, yep. today, maybe or yesterday. Yep. ESPN like, Plus. It's like doggone it. And the thing that's really gonna stink is like for me, I, it's always been the case where I almost never had access to HBO growing up. Yep. I mean, we no, would me maybe either. have it for like a month or, you know, I'm, maybe I'd go to my cousin's house and they'd have something and I'd mm-hmm. watch a show over there. But for the most part, whenever everybody was talking about Sopranos or everybody's talking about oh, this yeah. or whatever, I never knew what the heck it I mean, I knew what it me was, either. but I never watched any of it. Right. It yep. feels like now that I'm older and I can have access to this, like, well, yeah, but I don't want to have 12 subscriptions to all these different services. Exactly. And mm-hmm. they're all going to be doing right. their own exclusive content. It's going to be like, shoot, I'm just going to have to pick and choose. And I, I'm kind of like you, Gabe. I've had Netflix ever since their streaming model basically started, which I had it before yep. then, too. I had the DVDs, but we we mm-hmm. only did the DVDs, and then we switched to the streaming. And yep. I kind of feel like, man, I just I, I, want, I, I like them doing well, and I don't want to see all this stuff leaving. But it's like, at the same time, competition, sharp, knife sharpen knife. So we'll see how it goes. I, I feel like Netflix knows that because mm-hmm. every time you turn it on, all you see is a bunch of new original Netflix shows that weren't there yesterday, yes. you know? Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. they are cranking out material, and a lot of it's really good. A lot of it is something I'll never look at, but there is so much they're putting out there for everyone that, mm-hmm. you know, it's like they know they got to stay ahead. They got to they gotta, they gotta go. I was just going to say, I hate that Disney's leaving um, mm-hmm. and yeah. starting their own thing. You know what's funny, though? I just got an email from Netflix saying, hey, this is a movie you might like, Mary, po- the Mary Poppins Returns. All right. Well, yeah. what are you yeah. doing here? Like you're you're teasing me here. I hate that Disney's leaving. Yes, I'm probably going to get this service. And I'm like you, Chris. I do not Heck want. Yeah. I do not want five, six, or seven different services. Um, I have HBO through cable, so I get HBO now anyway. But I think Netflix isn't is going to kind of stay the leader because look at Stranger Things. Look at. Um, look at all these other. They definitely have the a huge head like uh, head yeah, start. Head start. Marvel shows. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's yeah, a lot. They're, they're going to go away. <laughs> yeah, they're going away. I, I, I think a lot away. of what they're doing is they're 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 the content kings right now because they're creating original stuff that no one else can really touch. And did you see that they just got a big deal with um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and um, Gal Gadot? 
they're doing like this huge um, series. Oh, shoot. What's the name of it? I can't remember. I just saw it because I'm on The Rock's Instagram. Because, Wonder you know. Woman fights The Rock. Exactly. <laughs> oh no, it's, uh, <laughs> it's called Dead End or I, f- I forget what it's called. But Too Fast to You, Amazon? <laughs> That's right. Re- is it Red Notice? Yes, something like that. Yeah. So, and and that's like a huge blockbuster. Those are like blockbuster actors. They're Mm -hmm. getting that together. So they're putting the money and time into creating some original stuff. And most of it's fantastic. So they're not, they're not going anywhere, but I just, I hate that things are, are leaving because, you know, they're off doing their other streaming services and that kind of stuff. I just, I don't want to have to try and keep track of all my streaming services. Once it gets too crazy like that, I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to stream it down. I don't have to have this one. And but you know, for me, I have to have Disney. I mean, that's that's a given. Mm-hmm. And you got to that. Got to have that. So it's going to be Disney and Netflix probably for me. Yeah, it's definitely like Ed said that they've known. Uh, they've, I mean, being the forefront of all this stuff, they could read the tea leaves and everything. They knew all this stuff yeah. was coming. And I did, I did really like recently when when uh, NBC confirmed that they were going to be pulling the office from Netflix because it's going to go to their streaming service. Which was a huge bummer to me because I'm really a big fan of The Office and I've been going back through it uh, recently, anyways. Um, but it was it was crazy because Netflix made a tweet that just basically said, "Yeah, we we're disappointed as well that NBC is going to be pulling The Office for their their own streaming service." And then they followed up with another tweet and said, "And for absolutely no reason, check out this show." And it's a show from creators of The Office and it's got Steve Carell in it. And it's called Space Force and it's a Netflix original. Boom. I, was just like, I was like, oh, yeah, they've totally, like, they're putting as many pieces in place as they Dude, can. Dude, that's smart. Yeah. Ooh, that's to, smart. To get things kinda, ready, yeah. I kind of like that. It's kind of like a burn, but kind of not. It's just like, mm-hmm. well, that's fine. You can have The Office, but we got this, and this is from the people of The Office, so. Right, and, and that's right. the thing, like, okay, they're pulling The Office. Do I need to see it that bad that I'm going to go be- get another subscription to the NBC service? Probably no, not. not that. So I'm yeah. not, you know, I have to pick and choose my battles, especially given the fact how much we spend watching tv you know what piper wants to watch and you you know it just makes sense we got to go with what makes sense yeah so let me ask you guys this we see the witcher going to netflix yeah now we see cuphead going to netflix do you guys think that like there can be an avenue there where like gaming shows are going to be going to netflix now oh yeah especially if they're successful I think I yeah, think if, the hard we, one. if they see the number, one of those could be really successful and one yeah, yeah. <laughs> flop like a bug. Yeah. But I think there could be two different uh, two different audiences as well. Yeah, I think so. But I think if especially if it starts popping off, yeah, we're going to see it. Then it's going to become an influx of things, and it could get yeah. annoying, yeah. or it could. I'm hoping that they're selective about what they do and they don't just welcome any and all. But and, don't you think it's kind of like the Marvel thing? Like they're oh, like yeah. Luke Luke Cage, and then like what was that other guy? Like Black Thunder. Somebody was on like WB or something like that, and it's like or the CW, whatever it's called these days, right? <laughs> and so I feel like you're right that there could be an influx, but at this and some are going to be terrible, mm-hmm. and, yep. I, and some will be doable. But like I think even though as much as I hated the movie. I thought like Hitman could end up being a cool show if they did it right. Yeah, even yeah. though the, the movie episodic. I thought was awful. Um, but I think there's plenty of games out there that if you give them, you know, the biggest problem that we've had with gaming becoming a different medium is that you can't fit a 15 hour game into an hour and a half movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's where always the disconnect is because it feels like the directors of those movies are figuring you know those and love those characters already 
Right. You don't get that same character development as you get with a game that we get to sit and learn somebody for five hours. And so if Netflix opens up its doors, because, you know, we heard all this Netflix going to be at E3 and I, I feel like they didn't splash that big there. But mm-hmm. um, but if, e, but if Netflix kind of opens their doors to these gaming things, yeah, I think that could be something that could definitely help them along as they're losing all this other stuff because they're losing some blockbuster things, right. obviously. Yeah. I think it would depend on the game, too, because, you know, we all saw the, the God of War documentary. And to me, it, that is a movie. Like, you have oh, yeah. your director. Yeah. You have a director. You have all the same elements that you would in normal uh, production of a, of a movie. So why would you basically re- reinvent the wheel on something like that? And I think maybe with story-driven games, maybe they'll, they'll move away from that and move into different games. I don't know what that is, but I mean, yeah, they're star- I'm curious about Witcher because there is a story there. Um, it is more fantasy, so th- I think they could probably do some cool stuff with it. I hope they do. Um, so, I, But like the Cuphead thing sounds great because yeah. it, it may not be very story-driven, but it'll be super fun, and, and yep. maybe every episode is different, and it doesn't tie in from the previous one, but it doesn't matter. That's just going to sound... That sounds a lot of fun, and that would be fun to watch. Yeah, if, if Netflix doesn't have someone trying to get in touch with someone from Nintendo just about hey we know you guys used right. to have a cartoon what do you feel about maybe trying to do that again that's yeah. right I think that'd be yeah. a great pairing that'd yeah. be so smart all right so real quick each one of you guys name a game that Netflix you think could turn into a good show Chris you got one off the top of your head to a game mm. I'll start to give everybody a second to think okay I don't know if it was ever a show. I never saw it as a show. Only played it as a game. But I think Battletoads could be a funny. Oh heck uh, yeah, man! Uh, yep, game great. Co- turn cartoon just because it was like it wasn't crude, but it kind of had like a little bit of adult humor there. You know, there it was more like teen mm-hmm. humor. It felt like than like little kid. And so I think Battletoads could be something that's that's funny. Chris, um, shoot, was it was so we, we're talking it could be animated or live action? Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, I would want Battletoads to I be do, animated, I do obviously. think, I hope that I'm not stealing something from uh, from Ed, but I do think Borderlands could make a good animated series. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, yes. Yes. Because yeah. I really like the, the art and the, uh, I like yep. the story and the humor and everything of that kind of stuff. I just don't like the gameplay of it. Yeah, yeah. Edward? I mean, I'll take an Overwatch series. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Talk's gone, and man, yeah, that'd be like you... a home run of home runs right there. I mean, we know yep. they already do a good job with those shorts. Just make them... 15 minutes longer and you're there yeah i agree yeah that's right computers are easy right tim all right i'm gonna go with something a little grittier but i loved this game and i could see this being like a netflix original sleeping dogs man sleeping dogs could be oh, really yeah. Really, yeah. really cool because you that's could, a good one too i would watch that i miss that game and i loved that game and there could be all kinds of little mini stories in there because you have like the whole cop thing mm-hmm. and uh, I think yeah. it could be really, really cool. I would love to see something like that. I'm not saying it'll happen, but as Netflix put all their money behind, not all of it, but a bunch of their money behind comedy the last couple of years, mm-hmm. I think if they like started, like Ed was saying, if somebody starts reaching out to these game developers, like, hey, let us tell your story in a more compact way, yep. you know, in episode form and release it. And they had like a whole thing of like video game to Netflix I think that could work, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're already going with The Witcher, and they're doing it with Cuphead, so yep. that could be something dope. Yeah. And you can see that the correlation might be, too. I'm curious if we see 
uh, increased sales of Witcher 3 after this series kicks in. I, like, and if those numbers start matching up and, and we see bumps in, in sales of all that, all while this series is being um, put out, man, that, then everybody's going to jump on that because that's more revenue from them, and then that builds the brand loyalty for that, for that IP. So Yeah. Well, and it, could be a, it could totally be a home run, and then it could be a total dud, depending, depend, just depend, I think it depends on the story in the game. Yeah. I think uh, it'd be really cool if they, kind of like what Tim was saying, if they did more like the God of War documentaries, but, you know, you remember that documentary, The King of Kong, Fistful of Quarters? Oh, oh heck yeah, yeah man. And then, you know, even Love after the, the documentary came out, there were like more updates, and like if they took that story and made it like an eight-part series, just a limited yeah. series, yeah. I would That's love right. to see them take their time and tell that story. Yep, very, very or much like the toys sure. that made us. Yep. Yeah, I love Gosh. that. I love yeah, that. that's a great idea, Edward. Um, speaking of Edward. Yes. What you got for us, doggy? Uh, over on YouTube, we've got uh, Borderlands 2, part one. And uh, that's all I got for you. <laughs> <laughs> if, you've got, if you've got Game Pass this week, Blazing Chrome, Dead Rising 4, Lego City Undercover, Time Spinner, and Unavowed all coming out on the 11th. By the time you hear this, uh, they'll be there for you. Nice. Yeah. Woo. I like that. Um, well, every week we ask you guys a question. Last week was no different. We asked you guys if an old game is re-released via remake or remaster, does the spoiler alerts have to go back into effect? Starting over on Twitter, we got Chalfie. At that, Chalfie said, nah, I give three months for people to get up oh, to speed. After, th after those three months, the alert turns into, well, you must not have been that interested. So nice. it remains that way. Oh, snap. Lord have mercy. Gracious. Note to self, don't talk to Chalfie yeah. about anything. Nope. Yeah, no, don't click on no that Chalfie links. <laughs> uh, uh, we got... Uh, Scar Gar mm. at Scar underscore Gar. Remakes, yes. Remaster, no. Ooh, that's a good mm. point. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good way to think. Marcus <laughs> at Low Marcus 2010. I say no to both remakes and remasters regarding spoiler alerts going back into effect. Revealing a spoiler pertains to the time frame in which the IP was released. If you remake it or remaster, that doesn't change the date in which the IP originally released. As an example, someone decides to remake the movie Titanic. LOL, I'm sorry, but if you haven't seen the movie, that's on you. He said, uh, I still haven't seen it yet. What if someone decides to update a child's book, Goosebumps or Indian in the Cupboard? I think spoilers are okay. Hmm. I don't know about that, Doc. Just kidding. <laughs> Over on the Facebook, I'm just joking. Um, we got Matthew Shepard. I think they are always in effect if we are talking major plot moments. I would never want to spoil a surprise twist moment for any medium, whether it's games, movies, etc. If I felt that wow moment, I would want others to I would want others to as well. I wouldn't ever spoil the Bioshock's twist or a movie like Memento. Oh man, that was a good. Yeah. If it's part of the story that could be deemed inconsequential to most then I feel it's probably fair game. Hmm. That's interesting. You know what's funny is that, like, I wonder, so he said I wouldn't ever spoil the Bioshock's twist, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. 
I hate hearing that there's even twists in things. Yes, so do yeah. I. Because then you're always looking for it. So like, yeah. even saying there's a twist is almost a spoiler in itself. Yes. That's crazy. I agree. <laughs> uh, Tim Paulin, you could spoil a game and I'd still forget. <laughs> what were you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag short-term memory. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's really good. Um, we got, uh, shoot, man. Yanuel Rodriguez Ooh. is what I'm going Look at with. you rolling those R's. Right. There you go. I mean, you gotta if you're going to jack up the first name, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. Try extra hard on the last name. <laughs> he said, I believe spoiler alerts go back, to, go back into effect because there are gamers that may not have played the original and may want, to, want an unspoiled experience. In addition, there is a new generation of gamers that may not have even heard of the original. That's true. And may want the same. That's true. I didn't we didn't talk about that, people who've never even heard of the yeah. game. Yep. And and they're playing it. Yeah, I mentioned it. I was like, I'm sorry you were born in the wrong era. That ain't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> um Jeff Swan, I think the whole spoiler warning should just dissolve into nothing. I haven't watched Stranger Things three yet, so I'm not clicking on anything regarding Stranger Things three. Yeah. Right. So no. I don't think we need a spoiler warning when Final Fantasy VII is re-released. Rather, I think people who are going to play Final Fantasy VII should refrain from reading about Final Fantasy VII if they want to go in blind. Oh, there you go. I've already done that for you, Gabe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thanks. (laughs) Over on Discordia, Spencer, I would say if it's a remaster like The Last of Us, then no. The game was still fairly fresh in people's minds. If an older game is being remade like Final Fantasy VII, then spoiler warnings are in effect. A whole new generation of players will get to ex- get to experience a game for the first time. No reason to ruin it for them. Hmm. That being said, I always check with the person first. That's right, because you're a nice man. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice man. Fluxel, Adam Pace, general rule of thumb. If mm. it's at least a year old, you the spoiler alert isn't necessary if you haven't made the time to consume media that is over a year old it's not a priority to you with reboots and remasters i think you have to consider them new and worthy of the spoiler alert simply because i would never ask someone to go back and play all the way through man everybody's mentioned final fantasy 7, all the way through final fantasy 7 on a ps1 when a more modern version of the game exists mm. or will it exist mm. 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 Or will exist. Mm. That's right. Look, say. Say, Thank you guys for answering the question. You know where to find us Facebook.com slash married to the games. Come join the group, the MTTG community. It is on and popping in there. Mm-hmm. Twitter.com slash MTTG cast. Of course, MarriedToTheGames.com. Come get some swag. Come check out all the old podcasts. We have all 355 of them listed there for your listening pleasure. Like Ed said, YouTube.com slash MarriedToTheGames. On Patreon, if you want to support the show, we appreciate it. We appreciate your donations. Uh, Patreon.com slash MTTG. And uh, starting up that Extra Life train. Uh, Eric Thompson did a good job of posting a video this last week, reminding people that it's coming, reminding people why it's important, Come on, reminding people to and write it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Extra-life.org slash team slash MTTG. 
And uh, Chris, all the way from some city I never heard of. Two weeks yes. in a row. Uh, rate us on iTunes because I know how to use my sunscreen and I'm the only one not sunburned. Yay! Yay! All right. Hashtag gingers. <laughs> well, let's get into some questions! Start router. Yeah. I've got a voicemail I got to play for you guys. Oh, Ooh. okay. Oh. It's not a question, but just take it in. It made my whole day. Oh, nice. Okay. Hi, I'm Denise. Um, I just had the call today. You aired my call on episode 288, and I'm just so glad to be a part of your community. I don't have a question. I just want to thank you for this podcast. You made me laugh. Sometimes you made me laugh till I cried. <laughs> I'm the gamer in my family, but sadly, about a year ago, my husband was diagnosed with cancer. Mm-hmm. And just over a year ago, and he lost a battle a few months ago. Our mm. dog went not quite a month after him. Mm. The grief has caught up to me, but <laughs> this last episode of 355. Tim was giving us the games that are out for the systems this week, and he totally cracked me up <laughs> when he mm. said, what remains of Edith's bench? I don't know why it was so funny, but I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> and then later during a quickfire question of grocery or big box stores, and Gabe said, big box, where you can get bananas and guns. Give <laughs> <laughs> it, it up. You guys are the highlight of my week. Keep making it clean. Keep making it fun. And I'm just so glad to be a part of your community. Thank mm. you. Bye. Wow. Nice. Oh, gosh, Denise. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. Thank you for being a part of the community. That is yes. Amazing. Man. It's people like you that keep us going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, obviously, we are so sorry to hear about yeah. your husband. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then and soon the after your dog. Oh, oh. my gosh. Whew. So I, ha- I hate that that's happened. But I'm so glad that you have this community to lean on. I'm so glad you're laughing mm-hmm. yes. and yes. being yes. able to laugh. I know it'd be a tough time to laugh at all. So thank you so much for your voicemail. Obviously, it's it's it does have bad news in it, but something about it warmed my heart. Absolutely, that you enjoyed being a part of this community and you you felt like you could turn here mm-hmm. and still listen to the show, even though you're going through such tough stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so thank you, thank you so so much yeah. for that call. Yeah, we love you. Amazing, absolutely. Yes, that's that's oh man, that yeah. just made my day, dude. Seriously, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can always call us 702 703 MTTG, and uh, you're not gonna top that voicemail, but nope. you could try. Mm-hmm. Nope, <laughs> Denise, thank you, yeah, thank you so Denise. much. Thank oh you. man, if mm. I remember, hers was the one where she had asked, like, what's the deal with Tim and giving him a hard time about being old all the time? Is he an old soul? <laughs> yes, and right. So an extra that, yes. special thank you, Denise, for, <laughs> keep, for keeping it with me, baby. I appreciate that. <laughs> She's on my side. I finally have somebody on my I side. I just remember being like, what's the deal with Tim? Is he an old soul? I remember that so much. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm on an old right. soul. I'm an yep. old soul. But if I can Good be rewarded memory. for being bad, man, watch out. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bust a window. Oh, that's oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Uh, I don't know how I'm going to top that, but here we go. Discord. I know. I should have gone last. VPB Butters. What do you consider a AAA game? And after that, how do you define the tiers? The ones I'm aware of is AAA, Indies, and Shovelware. <laughs> what the heck is Shovelware? I don't know what Shovelware Isn't is. Isn't a Shovelware like Vaporware? Or no, Vaporware, I guess, is something that just talked about but never actually existed. What's Vaporware? I'm so confused. Like if you talk, so for instance, if, if uh, let's say that, you know, um, Apple was going to put out the iPhone, there was all these rumors and that the iPhone was going to exist, but the iPhone never came out. Or AirPower. You remember when they announced that pad where you're going to be able to charge like your phone and your watch and all that stuff? Yeah. They talked, they, they showed it off, they talked about it, and then it never came to be and then they just canceled it. So it turned out it, that was considered Vaporware because it was a thing that was announced to exist that was going to come but never actually existed. I changed my mind. Computers are hard. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I always confuse vaporware and shovelware. It sounds like it's the same. I don't know. Maybe oh, really? Maybe. I don't uh, know. I've never heard of that. Yeah, please to explain VPB butters when you, uh, after you listen to this. But anyway, what do you consider a AAA game? I, I think I, I always uh, think of them as, as flagship games. Yeah. Um, you know, like obviously, Call of Duty is a flagship mm -hmm. game. They're gonna continue to make them. They, you know, they put all kind of money behind them. Uh, I feel like Mass Effect was a flagship game when it was out. Obviously, on Nintendo, Mario is a flagship game. Zelda, flagship game. And so that's what I think of when I think of AAA games. Mm -hmm. Ed, yeah, it's I I I almost consider it to be. Uh, according, if it's a major studio that puts it out, if it's a Ubisoft game, I just automatically say it's AAA. You know, oh, it's kind of like with movies. If it's Paramount or Universal, it's a major motion picture. If it's High Jinx the Kitty Cat Productions, that's probably an indie. <laughs> you know, <laughs> High yeah. Jinx the I Kitty Cat Productions. <laughs> High Jinx the Kitty Cat oh, Productions presents. Crap, funny. Yeah. to the games. I bet he's going to be in the new Cuphead cartoon. There's no way he's not. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I'm That's with awesome. you on that one, Ed, too. I, I think if it comes from a major developer, that means there's a lot of money spent. Mm -hmm. Typically, typically, but not always, typically it's a fairly long game. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I always see it based on uh, on budget as well. Like if their budgets are huge, like they're clearly going for a AAA because these indies can't really afford it. So if it, it and it's usually backed by a big time developer. So yeah, the only one that I thought was a little weird to me was the order 1886. Yep, I was just going to say that too. Yep. Like that, that was that super felt short. Felt AAA but 4 hours. Mm -hmm. And so like it kind of like didn't feel AAA anymore. Right, yeah. Like the the weirdest thing, I don't know. And that was, you know, Santa Monica Studio and so you know, you're kind of oh, like that's right. Yeah, yeah they're it, one of the guys, but shoot, you know, it was a little underwhelming as far as the time spent in the game, yeah. but then it looked incredible oh that's see i think that's what to me might have qualified it as a triple a because the quality of that game was insane it was just so high yeah i don't but know you could have an amazing quality in a junky it's, game and it's true you know it's, that's weird that's hard what do you say chris it, yeah it pretty much just comes down to budget if it's most of the time you were talking about like flagship games on you know these various developers or, or uh, uh -huh. production places Typically, their flagship game is the one that they devote their the well, some of the largest amounts of their budget to and their timing on. So usually, a AAA game is one that for whichever developer or, or publisher or IP holder that it is that they've sunk a lot of money into this iteration, be it a sequel or whatever it is. That's typically what judges something to be um, AAA. 
in, in my personal definition, but also that's the way that I've heard it kind of explained amongst industry people and whatnot. Double um, A tends to be something that's more. It's kind of like just just like when it comes to movies. Like you can tell when it's like, oh, this is like the blockbuster summer blockbuster, you know, MCU movie that they spent you know a yeah. billion dollars making or whatever like that. It has all these effects and all this crazy stuff in it. And then you can see the other one just like, well. The budget on this movie is probably more like thirty million, but it's still a good movie. It's not that doesn't mean that it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's typically double A tends to be smaller studios. Maybe they're independent and they're having a team with somebody that's a publisher that's partially funding it to where it's like you can tell like yes they they put their heart into it, but you know it's not on the tier of like a you know a God of War necessarily in terms of like the overall polish and the overall look and the overall just marketing that has been put behind it and all that kinds of stuff. Right. Uh, again, it doesn't necessarily notate quality. It just notates the amount of money and effort behind selling right. that product. Yep. Yeah. Mm. So let me ask you, do you think a game like No Man's Sky, which was like, su- I think for me, it was super marketed as a AAA game. Do you think it's a AAA game? No. I don't think Even of that one as indie? AAA. I don't think of that one as AAA. Even when it was heavily marketed, because I, I don't feel like it was, it, it was heavily marketed, yes, but it was always heavily marketed in the stance that this is such, you know, it, it is a big game, but it's done by such a small studio kind of thing. Right, like, right, I don't, right. I don't feel like the money that was thrown behind that from Sony early on wasn't so much in like a, oh, we're putting the budget so high on this game. It was more about, I feel like they strictly did it all, mostly the marketing stuff. And yeah. then they had the time to exclusivity because of that. I, I mean, I don't know that for a fact. That's just my guess, sure. you know, but that's, that's kind of how I look at that one. Nice. Good question. We got everybody, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. Face, Facebook, Josh Stapleton. Do you ever get in the mood to play something, but get indecisive, indecisive and just stare at your games? Yes. Mm-hmm. What's something else you get indecisive <laughs> about? P.S. In case I haven't told you, you guys are the best. Aw. Oh, man. We love you too, Josh. Yes. Mm-hmm. I will totally get indecisive at times. It doesn't happen all the time, but every now and then where it's like, I'm hungry, I want to eat something, but I just don't know what I want to eat. I'm looking at all the, yes. I'm looking at the cereal, I'm looking at the Pop-Tarts, I'm looking at the, you know, gummy bears, I'm looking at whatever, and I'm like, I just don't know what to eat. The gummy bears. Man. <laughs> ah. Send them here. Love me some gummy bears. Yeah, man. <laughs> Haribo, let's go. Oh, man, that's a tough one, Ed. You know, a lot of times for me, if I'm cooking or if I'm in, uh, in the rest in the bathroom getting ready, shaving and all that stuff, and I want to listen to music, I'll be like, Alexa, uh, I, don't, I don't know what I want to listen to right now. <laughs> <laughs> I want that's to sing awesome. along to something, but I don't know what I want to sing yeah, along yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to shake my hips, but I just don't know what to. <laughs> right. That's so good. That's, um, that's good. Yeah, I'm definitely there. Um, we eat out way too much. Um, and so because of that, we have a problem deciding on which place we want to go eat out at. <laughs> right. And so it's like, you want to go to this place that we go to all the time or this place that we go to all the time? Or maybe we can go to this place that we go to all the mm. time. Yep. And so definitely when it's when it comes to trying to figure out a place to eat, yeah. you can be very indecisive. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I think for me, it's food. It's like, what are, what are we eating? Because I'll eat anything, and it's just like, Lauren, what do you want? Piper, what do you want? Whatever. Anybody yeah. get something and, and go from there. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Definitely. Good question. Mm-hmm. Moving on to Twitter, the Reformed Gamers at TRG Podcast. What are the host's greatest gaming achievements? <clears throat> Man, I, I would say Extra Life, probably. Uh, just doing a 24-hour stream and gaming for 24 hours 
and letting my son fall out of the chair at the end of the night because I was so tired I couldn't catch him. <laughs> <laughs> what an achievement. Yeah. Platinum, <laughs> bing! Yeah, definitely clipped on my, uh, on my Twitch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like um, that was my first year doing that. Uh, last year was, and so, um, yeah, I would say that's my... It's, Probably what I'm most proud of and raising money for for children at the hospital. Ed, what about you? It, it, uh, Getting your wife to play Borderlands? That's a great yeah. one. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Uh, even though it, it sounds weird to call it an achievement, I would just say the uh, the group of friends that I have just Ooh. from gaming. There you go. Um, yes, sir. That's that's been a very surprising benefit that I never saw coming. Interesting. Yeah, nice. that's for sure. Christopher? I, I am going to say getting Stacy into gaming. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. because I it was not something that I anticipated being a thing. Or that it's like, mm. once I just got a little hint of, oh, this could be a thing, and then I worked to make that a thing. Yeah, okay. nice. it's, been, it's been fun, too. And I don't know if people have picked up on the podcast, but like it seemed like she always mobile gamed as long as you've been yeah. on the show. Yeah. Uh -huh. And so mm -hmm. that wasn't a thing. And I remember you even mentioning, and I don't remember if it was exactly Overwatch, but things like Overwatch, you're like, well, I think it's a little too, like, you know, hefty and, you know, yeah. it's not Candy Crush. And, and so it's been interesting here. We've gotten to hear her evolve mm -hmm. into a gamer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she will be in the other room playing Overwatch by herself with a group of friends mm -hmm. and me and you will be playing Apex. And so it's this podcast has been a great time capsule yep. as to see Stacy's <laughs> evolution into who she is now as as what it's who's her main right now, by the way. On uh she, well, it's kind of hard to say. She, I would say the ones that I feel like she plays the most. She still plays a lot of Diva. Um, yep. But mm -hmm. she plays a lot of Torbjorn, and she plays a lot. I say probably her main. And now that I think about it, is probably Moira. She plays wow. Moira wow. a ton. That's she, awesome. She's been playing a lot of healers. She does a really good job yeah. of Mercy. Yeah, when she first started, she she used like Mercy exclusively, and then I'd say mm -hmm. you know a couple months or so, she came back around, and used her again. She I used to use Mercy all the time. I'm gonna go back to using her more often, and so she's definitely yeah. gotten back into it. And what's fun for me is like I've played Overwatch so like loosely lately mm -hmm. that when I hop in, it's usually with you guys and she's usually there. And it's so fun for me to hear her know everybody in the chat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, Hey Frankie, blah, 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 blah. And yep. like, she's just talking to people. I was like, this is crazy. Like she, she is an out and out gamer now. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Dude. It's like, there's no, there are no asterisks anymore. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's insane. When I'll come out of my office, like maybe I've been editing photos or, or doing something not gaming related and I'll come out and she's been playing overwatch and I'll go be going in the kitchen to get, you know, a drink or whatever. And she'll just have this annoyed look on her face where I'm like, oh, what's wrong? And she'll be like, nobody will get on the point. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're just leaving the point. It's like, yes. we've got to push the payload. Oh, and I'm oh like, I know, doggone it. That. <laughs> oh, that's that. so funny. That's amazing. That's awesome. For, I, hey, for me, the greatest gaming achievement is 356 weeks straight Ooh, from a wee. little podcast we put together six and a half years ago. Uh, that's crazy. I yes, mean, sir. and we haven't missed a single week. I mean, I know I've missed a few episodes, but we've never missed a single week. Mm -hmm. And all, mm -hmm. all from a conversation that I had with, with Hall and then you, Gabe. Like, it's just mm -hmm. awesome. I love it. And I love what we built. Yes, sir. Started yeah, with the E3 definitely. story. I don't think if I wouldn't have told you that story, I don't know if you would have asked me to be on the podcast. No, no, dude, you were already in regardless. 
Oh, really? Yeah, because you know what you did? The first time you went to E3, you took a picture of Assassin's Creed 3 banner at E3 and sent it to me. It's, it's like <laughs> our first couple forms of communication together. I'm like, dude, this guy's awesome. We need to, we need to have him on the podcast. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. what did it, man. I love Who it. knew that game would be terrible? But whatever. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that bad. I still put 40 hours into it. Um, right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, at Sir John 11, are there too many clones, remakes, and remasters right now and not enough new IPs? 100% yes for me. I, I need something new. I don't need another Halo. I don't need another Call of Duty. I need something new. Something that's going to rock everyone's world. Man, I'm so torn because I feel like right now, not it's not amazing, but I feel like we're getting a good mix of things in the sense of like, and maybe I'm just overly hyped for Cyberpunk 77 or 2077. <laughs> um, but like there are games on the horizon that I'm like, well, I'm not going to be seeing the sun. Yep. That's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, um, yeah. And so I'm a little up in the air with that because I feel like they're paying homage to some of these older games in the form of, you know, loving on them in this way, I think is also really important. So ah, it's it's tough. We live in an era where, you know, this is still new for gaming, you know, yeah. having things remade and yep. enjoying things that were from 15 years ago. You know, we would have never done this 20 years ago, you know there would have been nothing to re- and I'm like pong remastered you know and <laughs> yeah. so yeah i'm torn because I, I i do love the remaster stuff well and it's because of the technology too the fact that we've advanced so yeah far but that's yeah. and that's my thing because we have this technology that's great what's been in the past has been in the past give me something new using this new technology that's going to blow me away that's right see and i'm like that except on the movie side right i'm like do we need like another origin story for spider-man or for batman mm-hmm. or for, you know what i'm saying i'm like right we get it we get it he was bit we get it his parents were shot <laughs> yep. you know spoiler yeah. alert yeah <laughs> chalfie's over there saying yes yeah, he's like, <laughs> exactly if you ain't seen it by now bishop uh oh, that was for batman by the way it wasn't for anything else <laughs> <laughs> What say you, Chris? I, I don't really have much of an issue with it in the game side. Uh, I, I, I'm exactly in the same spot as Gabe in the terms of the movie. On the movie side, yes, I, I, I feel like it's way too much. But on the game side, it's a little bit different in that, like, if it, I would love, absolutely love and cherish them to remake Metal Gear Solid. And yeah. they, they kind mm. of did when they did Twin Snakes on the GameCube. But it's not exactly like they they change things up and they use different voice actors and but it is a slightly prettier you know version of it. It doesn't look quite the same as the other one. But I would love just a remake of it, and I don't mind like them a making triple A full. Yeah, budget. like I would like a four K you know if you can four K sixty version of it or or just that just runs like flawless and has a like crazy explosion and everything. But like I want the exact game. Like I want the same voice actors. I don't care if you use the same lines from the previous. I just want it to look prettier but pl- basically be the same game. I would love to have that. And it's, I think part of that is because it's it's they've not quite nailed outside of a piracy element how to bring games forward. You know, it because mm-hmm. like for instance, with Metal Gear Solid, since I've been talking about that, like right now I can play it if I have a PlayStation Three, if I have the original PlayStation, 
or if I have uh, the PlayStation Mini, which yeah, I know I just listed three avenues, but like a lot of people don't have a, regular, a working PS1 anymore. PlayStation 3s are becoming even less and less prevalent these days. You can still find them, but a lot of them break. They just don't last quite as long as I feel like the PlayStation 1 did, and even it had some issues. Right. And the PlayStation mm-hmm. Mini, you know, is just kind of like hit or miss with people. It's so outside. The really only way to get it is to have it pirated, and you know, I'm not, yep. I'm not going to go that route. So, yeah. it, if remaking, like sorry, it seems like the the drama between Konami and mm-hmm. Kojima wouldn't really get in the way of this because you'd be just remaking what's already there and the the brainchild he yeah. already had, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you wouldn't but, feel weird. But about here's my Konami question: Can Kojima? Could Kojima? redo something or is that konami no konami like, would no. have to do it no. konami he owns it like right? he gave it yeah. up okay yeah all right that's what i thought i don't know that he gave it up but he probably originally made the but, deal when yeah. he was like i'm gonna make these games just like you know an artist when they sign with a label it's like the label owns that yeah. music kind of thing uh-huh. right um right. Uh, so to me it, i look at it more as a way to keep these games that are beloved because usually it's a beloved game that's being remastered or remade and to keep that that game in the forefront and to keep it moving forward. That's kind of how I look at it. And I don't feel personally at this point in time that it's overdone. Like when when we had The Last of Us and then The Last of Us Remastered, that was a little bit, even though I bought them both and I wanted that both of them. a little quick. Yeah, that one felt a little fast. I was like, yeah, I don't know that we've really quite earned this. But at the same time, like I know there were a lot of people that were on the 360 generation and when they seemed to, a lot of people were jumping over to PS4. It's like, okay, give these people that didn't have the opportunity to play that game a, a slightly prettier version of it. Why not? That's right. But mm-hmm. I just don't That's feel right. like it's overdone quite to the level that it is in movies to where if it gets to that point where it feels like every game getting a remaster when it really doesn't deserve it or a remake it's like okay then it i'll probably flip you know over to the that other one side. only made sense i remember tilting my head a little bit but that one only made sense because it straddled the console generation yes yes to where like yep. you know we'll we'll see that again going from four to five where people put out a game we mm-hmm. might see it with cyberpunk where they're like the ps5 version the scarlet version and you're like okay i mean i get it yeah and that that honestly the the last of us remaster really did feel like oh they're just putting the last of us on ps4 and because it's there hey and as a bonus we're gonna make it a little bit prettier because it wasn't a full-priced game and if you trade it in i know this is a gamestop thing but if you traded in your version on the ps3 you got like even half off from that so there were so many ways to get that at a cheaper reduced price um, mm-hmm. So I, I, it, that one didn't feel quite as bad to me, but yeah, it did feel a little bit early. And it's the only one that I remember doing that, where it felt yes. like just two months later you had a remastered version. Yeah, you know I, mean? mm. I think I think so. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know where Ed. <laughs> I don't I, what the question is. <laughs> I don't know, right? I, I don't think it was. Uh, it's as oh, bad. too many remasters. Yeah, that's right. As it as it, uh, I don't think it's that bad, except when you start to list them all at once, like at the Nintendo E3 presser when it was every other game was Final Fantasy. Then it felt like it was too much. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yes. But yes, in yes. the big picture of things, I think it's fine. Yeah, go. I agree. Tim, did you already give your two cents on it? Yeah, I yeah. I'd like, like to, with the movies. I'd like to see new IPs. I really oh, that's would. right. That's yeah, right. just because with, yep. with what's going on, but. Uh, Great question, John. Thanks for that. At Aaron Bonner, with the recent release of Mario Maker 2 and Link's Awakening announced to have a dungeon creator mode, are there any other games you wish had a level or game type editor mode? No. 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 I don't, I don't like editor mode things I at all. I hate that Let crap. I don't know game. why. Yep. I think I've gotten old, though. Like I was thinking about it the other day. 
because there was remember I was talking about liking roller to, roller coaster tycoon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back in that day, I was playing Sims and building houses, and I loved doing all that stuff. So I think I've just gotten old. Yeah, like I just don't. Yeah, like but me. building like, homes and game. stuff in Sims is not the same as a level creator in a like a Mario maker. Yeah, but really, what I'm right? saying is, at that time of my life, I probably would have built a level in Mario. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm just saying with you know connected to like I'm playing Sim City, mm-hmm. I'm playing Sims, and I'm playing Roller Coaster Tycoon, mm-hmm. and I'm loving to like ooh put all my stuff together. Ooh, I'm gonna put this stand over here, and I'm put this over here, put this little pretty little tree over here. It's just be our secret. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, thank you, Bob Ross. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I'm with, like Bob Ross. You know what's funny? I'm with you in the same way that we talked about this last week between the the self checkout and the checkout. I'm not a game developer. I don't need to game. That's not my job. You guys do it. I don't need to edit anything. You just I know I had spend give... sixty dollars to make something myself. Exactly. Give me the game. Let me play it. I don't need to edit, create, or do anything. That's your job. Yeah. yeah. Let me just play it. Let me let me get yeah. into your world and play it. Same with checking out at Walmart. <laughs> mm-hmm. at, at I don't work here. Yeah. <laughs> what say you, Edward? You say you say no on the creating, right? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You right. too, right, Chris? Yeah. I, I mean, I personally, I do not want to get in there and create a level. It, it just doesn't interest me. I don't want to create a map. I don't want to create any of those kinds of things. But I, I mean, a lot of people really enjoy it. like the whole. Basically, dreams is going to exist so that people can make all kinds of really crazy, mm-hmm. goofy stuff. And I enjoy it when you can when you have some type of filtration system that can bring the you know the cream of the crop up to the top. I have no problem playing things that other people have created. Besides, because you know it's, it, I I just don't have an issue with it existing and and them showing up. But no, I'm not going to play them. And I kind of play some games still, like Gabe was saying earlier about you know when he played Sims and everything back in the day. Like I really like RTS games, and that's kind of in the same same vein where like okay, I have to build out my base and I have to choose which types of things am I going to fortify and where am I going to place these you know turrets or whatever the heck it's going to be. I've always enjoyed those kind of games, but I never thought of those as like a oh I'm building the game. To me, the game is building things out and making it how you want it to be. So yeah. I think I feel like the people who are really into the Mario makers and the whatever the level editors, so to speak, kind of look at it that way too. Like they enjoy it in the sense that oh you're allowing me to build whatever I want, let my imagination go wild, kind of thing. It's just not something that's for me. I don't want to build the level. I just want to play it when it's a yep. good one. Yep. You, know, you know what's I funny? Totally we agree. haven't mentioned Minecraft in a long time either, by the way. Oh, and that was speaking of that, such a big that was such a big deal. Stacy told me the other day she's thinking she might jump into Minecraft. <gasps> no. Yeah. Wait, why? What happened? What is going on in that household? So, some of her some of her friends that she plays, uh, some of the fr- her friends that she's been playing, um, she's been getting back into Don't Starve. And some of the friends she's been playing with have been talking about Minecraft. She's like, well, if you think about it, it's really just like Don't Starve, but it's, you know, blocky. And I'm like, well, look, if it's what you want to do, you know, you have at it. I'm not going to tell you not to do it. I was like, but I don't, right. <laughs> I'm not jumping into Minecraft with you. Katie, so you guys Frankie, have, you guys, Sheldor, banned. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys haven't been going to church or anything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we have. Oh. <laughs> well then, there's a whole lot there of sinning be, going on yeah, over yeah, there. Yeah, there's a snake in the there's a snake in the tree. <laughs> 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 
Oh, that's good stuff. Uh, good question, Aaron. Thanks for that. Uh, at Fed Gamer, Fetty Bringers, I'm so happy to see a pic of Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers here. You're welcome. Uh, my question, do you have a curfew on drinking caffeine? For example, never drink coffee after 6 p.m. Ed? Uh, <laughs> I'm getting there, actually. Ooh, nice. Um, to where I usually could drink coffee just whenever. And again, I, I just mentioned getting old. I think in my old age... I'm starting not, I can't have like that seven or eight o'clock at night straight at coffee anymore. Mm. Um, huh. It will keep me up till like three in the morning. At least I feel like, like I, I already shake. Like for anybody that knows me, like when I'm sitting down, I'm constantly yes, shaking or my legs yeah. constantly yes, moving. I constantly shake. And so it makes that like exponentially worse when I'm laying in bed. It feels like. That's just wow. the only, that's the only thing I can like connect it to. I'm like, why am I still up? And like, why do I feel like I need to go like run the neighborhood and it's two o'clock in the morning? And I'm like, maybe it's that eight or nine o'clock coffee. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> but funny. also we don't have decaf or anything like that. So I'm drinking, I'm, I'm drinking the, the stuff, huh. stuffy stuff. Ed, how about you Ed, being the token? Coffee? It ain't got no. Uh, it's currently 1238 AM as we record this. And you're yep. having a cup right now, right? Yay! <laughs> yes, I am. There it is. You are, brother. Well, well played, sir. I well love played. it. That's I want awesome. to, and that's not decaf, right? No, 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 no. Of course not. It, and it. for some reason, it just—I don't know if I've become immune to it or what—but to me, it's a hot drink, and hot yep. drinks yeah. make me sleepy. Oh, nice. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. I'm with mind over matter. I'm with for you, sure. Ed, because caffeine does not bother me. Like I could have a cup right now, and I'd be totally fine. Um, mm -hmm. and, and that's and, what I thought of myself too, up until like a year ago. It might have been actually more recent. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's sad. It and it. I'm with you too. In that, a nice warm drink at night. It's like, oh, okay, it's soothing. I can mm -hmm. kind of relax and chill out. And then, yeah, it's great. But yeah, the caffeine doesn't keep me up at all. Wait a second. Did Gabe just become the old one? Yeah, I think he I, did. I might, I might have. I think yeah. he did. He became yeah. the old yeah. man. Yeah, I've been old since I was born, though. So it's a little. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he is an old soul. <laughs> He's, a, yeah, he's Benjamin buttoning this whole thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe came out singing the blues. Yeah, exactly. With the harmonica. Exactly. That's right. Yeah, like, it show is cold out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yes, like, yes, oh, yes. snap. I hope you have the receipt for this. You need That's awesome. Take him back. <laughs> Put it back. This baby is singing the blues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Chris, you got a curfew? Um, you know, it really just it <laughs> the doctor slapped me on my behind. It's cold out here. Okay, so. <laughs> it really just depends on the day. I mean, because I drink coffee, I'm not quite to Ed's level, but I drink it a lot, mm -hmm. and so yep. I feel like the caffeine doesn't affect me as much. But every now and then, I will have something with caffeine later in the evening, like around let's say nine, nine thirty, and then all of a sudden, I'm like wired that evening and I yeah. can't go to sleep mm. but most nights it's like no I can still go to sleep it's it's not really affecting me that much yeah and but. I think that I think that's a good point too because when I'm at home I drink way less coffee than when I'm on the road mm -hmm. on really? the road I have like yeah I have like four or five cups a day yeah where at home I usually just have the one in the morning yeah oh wow and and so I think I think it could be a little bit of that too yeah no, I'm thinking about it I definitely mm -hmm. find if I if I I haven't done it in a really long time, but there for a while I stopped drinking coffee for a good six months or more. And oh, then wow. I came back to it and we we had this overnight shoot that we were doing and I took one cup of coffee and I felt like I was wired for like two weeks. It was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and so yeah, yeah, I could definitely tell I built up a, a bit of a tolerance. That's how Jenny is. Jenny shakes when she has caffeinated coffee. Oh, wow. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But she a little thing too, so you know. Little Keeps her dancing thing. all night though. That's right. <laughs> exactly right. Let's go. God's plan. <laughs> that God's is plan. it for all of the questions. Thank you so much, everybody. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you guys so much. All right. This is hopefully going to be a fun one for everybody. Take the year you were born mm-hmm. and look up what happened in gaming that year. Ooh. So we can talk about it. I will uh, start. I was born in 1981. And in that year, uh, the arcade market in the U.S. generated $4.8 billion in wow. revenue. Oof. Um, by 2019 standards, that'd be $13.2 billion, <laughs> which is crazy. Wow. Um, the home video game market only generated $1 billion in sales revenue, hmm. which would be equivalent to $2.76 billion uh, in today's um, market. Wow. February of that year, Williams Electronics released um, Defender. Oh, wow. oh, I love that game. And then in June... Konami released Frogger. Oh, of, wow. Uh, wow. 1981. Yeah, and the last little bit is uh, Arnie Katz and Bill Kunkel founded the first video game magazine, Electronic Games. Ooh. Right? That's nice, man. What a year. 1981. Uh, we'll go back, then we'll go forth, then we'll go back. So, uh, Ed... <laughs> Uh, in 1996, uh, <laughs> you're so young. You're so young. <laughs> so stupid. The uh, Fuji's released the score. Uh, yes, that's right. Uh, yeah. In 1970, yeah, Nolan Bushnell and Ted Dabney, who were the future founders of Atari, yes, began their attempt to create an arcade version of a game called Space War, later calling it Computer Space. <laughs> and yeah, just a note, the following year it released, and the public consensus was it was too difficult to play. Oh, really? <laughs> so, hashtag like, computers are hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, where's God mode? <laughs> no, I miss funny. Pong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Haven't even seen it yet. Right. Four more years till Pong. That's I think right. That's right. That's right. Um, what about you, Christopher? Uh, copy what Gabe said, paste it right here. <laughs> oh, really? Are you, are you 81 as well? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yes, oh, I am. Awesome. I didn't know that either. Shoot, I thought we were all four different years. I didn't nope. even bother asking Chris what year you were. <laughs> no, we're, we're the same. Uh, but I, what I can say, I could add in an addendum to what you said, that uh, in July 9th of 1981, Nintendo also released Donkey Kong. Ooh, which well, introduced yes. Donkey Kong and Mario and was the first platformer or the first of its kind uh, to introduce an integral storyline. Um, and on You know what I don't like about this? What's is that? They talk about Donkey Kong and Mario. I, I think at the time, Mario's name was still Jumpman. Yeah, you know... I, Jumpman, 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 that boy up to something. Ugh. I don't know huh. because I feel like, and it Love could have been, home. you know, speaking of remasters or remakes later on, I feel like at some point there was something Donkey Kong related where he was named as Mario, but I know what you're talking oh, about, that they also said Jumpman as well. So I don't I don't know. I, I have to, I don't know my history on that one. Yeah. Uh, and cool. then also one other one uh, in September, Namco releases Galaga. Oh, Ooh. yeah, nice. Ooh. Sticking Man, with the was arcade a, 81 stuff. was a great year. Holy cow. Yeah, that's when it started to get popping. That's right. 
All right, like 19, 1975, or should I, 1 BC, whatever you want to yes, call it? 1775. That's right. Right <laughs> after four, God created four the light. Four and seven years ago. Uh, anyway, yeah. 1975, Atari's Pong. Play Sundial. <laughs> <laughs> the sun was born. <laughs> yeah, we, we played the this solar pyramid. system was born and God said that it was good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. 75. 1975 what now? Atari's Pong is released with help from Sears Roebuck, which finances the production of 150,000 units. It wow. becomes the hottest selling Christmas present. Sears Ooh. sells the product exclusively with the Sears telegames logo. Also gunfight, Ooh. the first computer game quote unquote, is released. It is the first game to use a microprocessor instead of hardwired solid state circuits. Ooh. There you go. I like that. I like that. Man, um, Sears. Also, I, I, I've only seen it a couple places, but 75 to uh, Magnavos released two m new models of their Odyssey console, Odyssey 100 and Odyssey 200. Oh. And what, what cracks me up about this is like when you go back and you look at the way people used to release consoles, it has it's so different from now. Like everybody was just trying stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They put out two consoles in one year. You know what I'm saying? They're like, right. oh, just the one and the 200. Just go ahead. Just, yeah, push, save as 200, save as <laughs> dot 200. Dot 100. Yeah, yep. yeah, get them out there. So you guys find out what happened in gaming the year you were born and we will talk about it next year. I'm actually excited about that. I, th I think uh, yeah, we'll talk about it next good. week. I think it'll be yeah. fun. Yeah, hopefully hopefully this will work. I was checking all of our dates to make sure that like video games had even happened. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> to make sure. Like even for 81, I was like, I know it was around, but like did anything interesting happen? All right. So I'm glad everybody it. had a little something something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know that the the, the guys and gals dipping into the 60s and the 50s are yeah. uh, going to be struggling a little bit. Tic-tac-toe. <laughs> exactly. The cardboard box becomes the kid's number one hoop and stick was great. <laughs> exactly right. So you guys let us know. We will talk about it next week. Thank you guys so much for being here. Chris, you made it the whole show. Yeah, bro. brother. Well man. done. Look at that. We still have to see if the file saves. Oh. Well, hey, whoa, wait. Come on, man. Why would you even say something like that? That's right, man. I mean, just being realistic. Whole... Don't jinx it. Yeah. Oh, God. It's not it, even Chris. glass half empty. That's like glass thrown against the wall. <laughs> Smash. Yeah, exactly. Just wanted to see if it'd break. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to oh, see. Oh, gosh. I'm Gabe Patillo. That is Tim Router. That is Ed Placentia. That's Chris McCracken. And we are married to the games. And we are up out this thing. Yeah!